Welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman, your colleague in medicine and coach in life. And I am literally like hours away from being on a one-week break. That's right. A couple months ago, I put in some PTO time and we're here and I'm watching it snow <laughs> in Indiana. And I'm so glad to be going to Arizona where the weather is like 60 right now. So this solo cast, in other words, is going to be uh, short. Let's just put it that way. I I don't want to mess around. It's like, you know, the week before you go on vacation from the office or department and you're like, just want to get everything done. And of course, there's so many dumpster fires and you're like, okay, this is just what it is. This podcast today is the last thing on my list. And I'm like, okay, so this is what it is. So I want to give you a few reminders today. I want to pump you up with some encouragement, and then I want to go on vacation and take a pause and a rest and do a whole lot of nothing. So hang with me for this super quick in and out solo cast today. So I have a whole bunch of notes in front of me in no specific order. Like I mentioned, I am on the cusp of vacation and taking a pause. I'm hoping this makes some kind of logical sense, but I'm not going to really give too much hope to it. (laughs) I got just random notes everywhere. So I'm going to try to hit some of my random notes, just thoughts that have popped in my head over the last two weeks that I've wanted to share, but I haven't found like a specific full solo cast on or a story to go with it or whatever. So this is, like I said, pre-vacay solo cast, a bunch of random shit. But so take it as it is. You may want to turn it off. You may love it to death. I don't know. We'll see what comes out of my mouth. So the first thing on my notes here that I want to give you is a sentence that always resonates so deeply down in my own soul. And it's that no one is coming to save you. God, it that continually, even though I'm several years past the place where I was in such a low that I desperately wanted my Batman to come in and save me, that it still reminds me that I'm still in charge. I still get to do this and that no more wishing. And recently, I was in a meeting with some of our therapists because they actually invite me to come to stuff because we're in integrative care, which I love. And one of them made the comment, and I wrote it down on a random post-it note, and here it is. Problems have victims. Challenges have survivors. Let me say it again. Problems have victims. Challenges have survivors. And I was like, wow, that is another deep statement that really goes back to the whole, no one is coming to save you. And if you look at that as a problem, then you're in victim mentality. But if you look at it as a challenge, then later on, you can be like, fuck yes. I I survived that. I weathered that. I fucking kicked its ass and figured it out. So I want to say that statement that no one is coming to save you, not from a place of victimhood or being mean or bullying, but as a challenge to you, like no one's coming to save you, girlfriend, but you got this. You are resourceful. You have always figured it out. And so if there's a situation you have, like I used to have on Sunday nights, and I know I would have 
a full clinic and meetings and eight-year-old basketball at 6 p.m. the next day on Monday, and I was already regretting it, you know, no one's coming to save you. You can sit and complain about it to your nurse and MA. You can just put your head down and go through the day. Or you can be like, no one's coming to save me. So I might as well ask for the help. Maybe I need to reschedule something. Maybe I need to just not show up to this meeting because I can't be all places to all people because no one's coming to save me. See what I mean? See how you can flip it? Another example I thought about is when you've been with your partner for years and you need to get away, hence like my vacation coming up. No one's coming to save you. Like, no one's going to volunteer and be like, sure, I'm going to take your three kids for 10 days. That'll be amazing. (laughs) So you can bitch about it and see other people's amazing social media posts or hear about your partner who's going and doing something and like secretly hating them. Or you can ask for help. You can reach out and find people to help out with childcare and watching the dog and who's going to put the Amazon boxes in the side of the house and get the mail, all the things I've been doing the last couple of days. And even though it's hard, like you can ask for that help. You can save yourself and have a getaway. Or you can get even more creative with this challenge and maybe do like a hybrid vacation away. Maybe you're not flying across the country. Maybe you're doing something a little bit different. But the point is, again, getting out of no one's coming to save me victim mode and jumping into, yeah, nobody's coming to save me. This is a challenge and I will fucking figure it out. So that's my random thought number one. (laughs) Random thought number two that's been in my head that I want to share. Sorry, had to hit pause there and like organize my notes a little bit. So random thought number two that I've had is a thing that I said recently, I think in a masterclass a couple months ago, but I thought it was so good. I like wrote it down myself. I don't know. Have you ever had that where something like pops out of your mouth and you don't even know where it comes from? I truly believe that's like inspiration from the universe, but The sentence was, the last place you want to go may be exactly where you need to explore. And for me, that's been a difficult journey every freaking time it comes up. Like, I don't want to talk about my marriage, but that's exactly what I need to explore. I don't want to talk about my mental health, but that's exactly what I need to explore. I don't want to look and see maybe if entrepreneurship is too stressful for me, but that's exactly what I need to explore. And I want to encourage you that... Just exploring it doesn't kill you, even though it can bring up a lot of emotions and feelings. And I want to give this tidbit too. You guys know I love coaching. I absolutely think it is an amazing resource to have both personally in my life, but also to do it professionally. But sometimes these places where you need to explore, there's a lot of trauma around them. So I'm very much advocating for therapy as well. I have been doing it a while now. And as much as I love the coaching relationship, and that's great because it's forward thinking, there are times that I need to sit. And just like when I'm crocheting, I kind of need to unravel my world. I need to go to the last place that I want to go. And for me, it's real easy to get moving in forward motion and not looking back. But that's the exact place I need to explore sometime is the looking back is unraveling the world for which I've built around this thing that I'm avoiding and actually dealing with it once and for all. So if this resonates with you, some 
resources I want to give you, and I haven't talked about them in a while, but I use them all the time, are the following. Okay, I had to look this up on my phone because I have them bookmarked. That's how important these URLs are. So the first one is physicianmentalhealth.com. This is an amazing website by Dr. Nicole Washington. She's been on the podcast before. But what she has done is she has helped find psychiatrists who are more than happy to see us, their physician peers, and to offer support with them. And what she's done is she's listed on the website by state because you can do, you know, telepsych. You just have to match the psychiatrist's license to the state that you're in. And you can actually go on there. So like, for instance, I'm clicking on my phone and pulling it up and I'm going to pull up Indiana. And it brings up two different psychiatrists who are in my state who have already talked with Dr. Washington and are more than happy and willing to see me or to see anybody in Indiana. So I think it's a really great resource. I have my coaching clients go to it all the time because I really do believe in coaching and therapy. Can you hear my dog in the background? She is so pissed at me right now because I've been doing so much stuff and I haven't taken her for a walk yet. But anyway. So yeah, so the two that are in Indiana are Bluestone Psychiatry and River City Psychiatry. So a shout out to those doctors that are there. But this is a place where it's a no judgment. You can set up a psychiatry appointment just to talk to a peer. And, you know, one of my questions that I always pose to my coaching clients and for myself is like, why not just go have a conversation and see if if it is appropriate? Not that you're asking it for anything or for a diagnosis, but just to sit down and talk. Some of the psychiatrists do accept insurance. Some of them are cash pay. You know, you can figure all that out. The next resource that I think is amazingly important that we all should know is called physiciansupportline.com. And what Physician Support Line is, it's a national, free, and totally confidential support line made up of psychiatrists who have joined together to give peer support for all the us physician colleagues and medical students. You don't need an appointment. The national hotline is open from 8 a.m. Eastern to midnight Eastern, seven days a week. And the phone number is 1-888-409-1, oops, excuse me, 0141. Here, I screwed that up. Let me do it again. 1-888-409-1. 409-0141. And so you can call absolutely any time. There's a quick, you know, phone number, like I said, that you give a call. If you've called the support line before, there's a survey they have you do. But if you at all feel like you need to do this and, and unpack some things, this is an absolutely great free confidential resource that I want to put out there as well. Because again, the more that you are gaining awareness into yourself, it might take new tools that you haven't explored in the past. And these are two great ones that I 100% recommend. Okay, and the very last random thought that I have, post-it note here on my desk, is about a book that I recently read and I got to actually meet the author last week. It's called The Least of Us. It's by Sam Quinones. He wrote about addiction, and really he kind of lays out what he foresees as the true solution, which is not more jail, for the opiate and methamphetamine 
substance use epidemic that we're going through right now. And I loved it so much because I feel like it really paralleled to what I talk about with work addiction as well. And so in the book, he talks about that relationship and community is really what's going to help move us through. Our society is only as strong as the very least of us. So instead of people with substance use disorder, you know, casting them away, throwing them away, locking them up in jail, how instead can we strengthen those relationships to help them into recovery and also, you know, just help them meet basic human needs? Not everybody is ready for recovery. And with the work that I've been doing, it's pretty obvious. But I just love the book. If you want a really great nonfiction read, and you guys know I don't read a lot of nonfiction, this is a book that I could not put down. So I would highly recommend getting it. It's called The Least of Us. It's not purely medical. So that's kind of nice. Sometimes I like to get away from the medicine side. But he tells the whole story of the opiate epidemic, the methamphetamine epidemic, in small segments of stories. And so Gosh, I can't say enough good things about it. I bought books for my office. I bought books for my family. I've bought a lot of books. Let's just put it that way. And as I've been thinking about that book, here's kind of my thoughts that come off of how we can use our society, our support structures to help us through our own work addiction. So one, seeing relationships as self-care. I have a couple great friends that we try to meet up whenever our schedule's open. And sometimes that means twice a month. And sometimes that means like once a quarter. But really seeing that that taking that time together and fostering those adult relationships or just dropping a text and checking on each other that relationships really are self-care. And that making sure that we have close personal relationships in all aspects, in love, in friends, in family, and people who work in the same field, a supportive team is just so, so important. And integrating that in to a strong social connection in our communities as well, because isolation leads to no good. It doesn't lead to improvement. It doesn't make us stronger. As humans, we're geared for community. And I I think really recognizing the areas where perhaps you are isolating yourself, I know for me that has been fundamental. I was actually finding myself pulling away from, you know, professional relationships just through a series of events and, and recognize that and like, hey, what am I doing here? And so I would just encourage you to, to look at that and see relationships as self-care. friend, if you think you're burned out, you probably are. But I've got some good news for you. Head on over to burntouttobadass.com where you can get a CME course. That's right. CME credits to get yourself out of a place of burnout and back to being a total and absolute badass. You'll go through 12 different modules. You'll get to chitty chat with me on the backside and have lots of fun exercises and thought work to do to help you move from a place of just surviving to absolute thriving. So far, we've had many physicians go through the program and they absolutely love it. 
one of those docs the other day even mentioned to me that she went back and recently did the report card exercise. And you know the Wheel of Life is in there. If you followed me for half a second, it's definitely one of my top exercises. But anyway, before I give all the details away, go over to BurntOutToBadass.com and check out the self-paced course, same title, Burnt Out to Badass, and get you some CME hours today. Well, that's all my post-it notes for today. I am going to get packing. Got a suitcase. I got kids to drop off. I got a dog to take to boarding. But I'm just so glad to be walking my own talk and taking my pause. And I want to demonstrate it for you. So think about it. When are you going to be able to take a break? When are you going to be able to step away? And not in a chaotic, like, fly by the seat of your pants way, but in a very planned for and excited and everything is taken care of kind of way. So with that being said, remember I'm here, just not on the email, but my hand of the queen, Anna, will take care of everything. So if you need anything, reach out and remember your life, your calling, your pulse matters. See you on the flip side. Check.